welcome everybody to another episode of the Blitz Package. My name is Travis Steffen and I got Chris Taylor and Britt Zank with me today. And we're going to be talking about a really embarrassment of a game. Uh, if, you, if you even want to accept it as a game. Uh, the Chiefs losing to the Giants, one of the worst teams in the NFL. And we're going to start off with what are your guys's, I guess, biggest takeaways from this game? Well, the first takeaway is that was by far the worst football game of the entire season for the NFL, period. I mean, that looked like the Browns trying to beat the Giants, which is pathetic because that means we were the Browns. I, I don't understand how after 12 weeks or 11 weeks and five years under this same team, we could put forth the worst game we've had since 2012. And I honestly think the 2012 Chiefs would have won this game. That's how bad it was. Ouch. You got offensive guru, coach, quarterback that doesn't turn over the ball, and wind is a factor, but our tight end can throw a beautiful 50-yard spiral. Unfortunately, <laughs> it's not to anybody, but it was the best pass of the day. And it just all around is pathetic. I, I can't think of enough good words to describe how absolutely horrible that is, at least not on a family broadcast. <laughs> All right, what do you think, Chris? Okay, man. <laughs> Where do I start? Uh, <clears throat> it was hard. It, I'm the type of fan that will pace back and forth. I will occasionally scream at the TV. And throughout this whole game, I couldn't bring myself to even get up off the chair. Just with this little silly grin on my face. And I thought, I kept thinking, this is so good for our business. <laughs> <laughs> we, it, this is exactly what I was afraid to think was going to happen. Um, we talked, we talked on the last episode, you know, most of the stuff that I, I read during the week was, how important it was for the Chiefs not to just come out and win, but to come out and to blow these Giants up. There's some argument of whether or not they're the worst team in football, but they are the most broken team in football. And I didn't, I didn't read any, any uh, I don't believe I read, I don't believe I watched, I don't believe any of the professionals picked the other way. Uh, there was not supposed to be an upset. You know, this this was one of those games that uh, that should have been uh, Chiefs fan paradise. And instead, what we got was just a continuance of the last five weeks. Um, it, I, feel, I feel like this game should have been like like in high school. You know, you have like right before the football season starts, they have the varsity play the freshman team. That's that's the kind of game that I feel like it should have been. Yeah, well, I and I had mentioned to you, I had texted you earlier uh, during the game, and I said, man, this is like the New York Giants practice squad. Mm -hmm. And you had mentioned that it was just on the defense, but by the end of the game, uh, I don't know. I know football, and I don't know who half these guys are that are playing on either side of the team for the Giants. And uh, and it seemed like they were popping out somebody new every every. Every drive, I'm like, who is this guy? What's, why is this guy? You know, I, uh, 
there's a line in one of my articles that says chiefs should change their name to beauticians because they're in the business of making others look good. And this is exactly what the chiefs have been doing for six weeks, five, six weeks now. And, and it's getting worse and worse and worse. Uh, you know, we gave Bob Sutton such a hard time on our last episode and the dude stepped up. I mean, like you can't, you can't be mad. 12 points in overtime, not just regulation. That's, that's, uh, the chiefs can't win a game when the defense only allows 12 points. It's pretty sad. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it just, if if you, you know, I, I mentioned how this was, this game was definitely on the offense and, you know, it, it, it seems like the the whole, you know, Alex Smith, uh, I guess, defenders, they call them. You know, the ones that get really uptight and offended if you say anything bad about Alex Smith. Well, that's transitioned into the whole offense now. Because anytime you you put out there that this game was on the offense, people will blow your Twitter up and just badmouth it, make excuses. Uh, you know, I, I saw multiple uh, things, you know, that, you know, giving excuses for the offense and uh, bashing on the defense. And we, we all know there was definitely issues on the defense. You know, we, we, we can talk about that a little later. But uh, if your offense cannot put up as many points as an offense that its three top receivers are out, they literally – have practice squad guys, probably some guys from the local gas stations, you know, just thrown in there just to fill that roster. And you got outscored by those guys. That That is pitiful. With two weeks, you know, we've, we've all heard the stats, 16-2 and two for Andy Reid coming off the bye week. And, you know, we all joked about how this, this is pretty much another bye week. The, the mm-hmm. New York Giants were a joke. They just had a team meeting this late in the season because you got guys not showing up to practice. You guys you got guys quitting in the middle of plays, fighting with each other. I mean, like like you guys said, it's the like the most broken team, and they couldn't I've, beat them. I've met, yeah, I've mentioned this a couple times. I think I think Andy Reid, Bob Sutton, everybody involved on that staff. I think we're witnessing what overthinking can do in the National Football League. And I think that's exactly what's going on. Overthinking so much to where you're almost repeating what you're doing over and over and over and over and over. Um, there's a lot of a lot of things. There's a hundred reasons why an NFL team loses a football game. Um, you can point to quite a few in this game against the Giants and think, man, what were we doing? Um, we are absolutely horrible on third down. That third down's got to got got to be fixed. That was the one thing that I noticed the most. Not necessarily the play calling, but the personnel involved. Ross Travis is your go-to guy on third and long, third and short. And if it's third and long, we go we do the same thing. That, that we have done in the previous years. Third and long, so we're going to throw one yard or two yards in the backfield. Third and short, we're going to throw deep to Ross Travis. That's insane. Demetrius Harris. These, When you have Travis Kelsey and you have Kareem Hunt and you need two yards or you need eight yards, 
Why is Ross Travis getting targeted? That That's absolutely insane. We completed three third downs, three true third downs without a defensive penalty in that game. That's insane. And, it, and it's not even that they're targeted. Like, it's not like Alex went through progressions and, okay, yeah, Alex, Ross Travis is a good play. No, you can watch the plays. The play is designed for them. Like, there is actually sh- plays on that play sheet that say our best option for to make a good play is to throw it to Ross Travis or to throw it to Demetrius Harris. <laughs> like, it's actually a play. I would rather throw to Travis Kelsey in triple coverage than throw to either of those guys. Both of them have dropping history just constantly. And it, it blows my mind. You got guys, like you mentioned how those are designed plays and how they – you know, they, it wasn't Alex Smith going through progressions. And, you know, it seems lately that, you, especially with this cover two defense that everyone's trying to replicate ever since the Steelers exploited it, you know, Alex Smith, if that first read isn't open, is panicking. And, you know, just basically just trying to get out of the pocket like he's about to get hit. And, uh, you know, you, you got Demarcus Robinson, who I think, like, you know, I've watched – you know, when when all the all twenty two comes out, I've watched him and he's getting open. I don't understand why he is not being game planned more. Yet Ross Travis is. I don't understand it. And then you got Tyreek Hill, who the only <sighs> you had the deep pass that was behind him in double coverage that he made a great play on. Other than that, the only time you threw it to him was in screenplays. Not in yeah, slants, not go routes, nothing. Yeah, he, he had seven catches. Six of them were behind the line of scrimmage. Yep, and you, you look at and it, the- and it's like 68 yards. 38 of that came on that uh, that deep ball. So that means in, what, six catches you had 30 yards? Yeah. You're, you're underutilizing him. That's that's not that's not a term that we use a lot overthinking but doesn't all of this just seem like a genius overthinking himself if we if we dare call him a genius I mean we, all of Tyreek Hill's targets except for the long one the deep pass were behind the the line of scrimmage DeMarcus Robinson had more penalty yards than he did receiving yards I mean it looked like the Kansas City Chiefs did not have a single clue <laughs> what to do out there. I, I think you're right with the thought. And I, do either one of you play golf? I don't. I've I've attempted to swing a club from time to time. Yes. Okay. Well, then I'm going to use that analogy that you might not get right away. But in golf, especially if you're not that good, but you play a lot like I do, you you get a point where man, you're hitting good drives. Everything's working great. You don't really know why, because I'm not Tiger Woods, and I can't figure out exactly why, but it's doing good. Well, then all of a sudden, one week, you start pulling them a little. Like, okay, okay, pulling them a little. Well, then you, you, you tweak it just a little. Ah, nope, now I'm hitting it all right. Now you tweak it just a little, and you come back left. And you're like a kicker that gets the yips. It just gets in your head. The Steelers got in their head. They were 5-0. and Everything was 
rolling. We got it figured out, man. We're going to dominate this year. Steelers did the exact same thing as always, and we went, well, crap. This is all the same. We thought we had it figured out. Now we don't have anything figured out. Well, what do we do? Uh, the, the, try this, try this, try this. And now they're so far into it, they have no idea what they're doing. Was was that Alex Smith's worst game as a Kansas City Chief? Not stats. Just watching him out there. And it's hard to think of one that's worse. Yeah, all the time. I'm right there yeah. with Britt. I can't think of I can't think of a worse game and you know, I, I talked in my article that came out Sunday night after the game and I talked about, you know, Andy Reid going back to the 2016 playbook and you know all the cutesy plays the gimmicky plays and i i just don't understand it you know we had all of these great plays drawn up in the first few games especially in that patriots game you know like the plays that we were running and the you know passes that were being made it it was just like a completely different team and yet after this you know well really starting with the steelers game we just completely have gone backwards a little more each week. It's like you said, like at this point, they don't know what to do to fix it. And I feel like it is, it's just like Andy Reed completely threw away everything that worked. He's doing exactly what he always does and uh, calling plays over and over that don't work or that rarely work using them constantly I mean, how many times did you guys see the same screenplay run multiple times? Oh, in the same drive. Yeah, exactly. Shoot back-to-back plays. And, and, I mean, Alex, it was by far his worst game. He threw two 15-yard passes that went six yards. Oh, ugh. I know. And and don't give me the wind crap because, dude, they weren't bombs that the wind knocked short or something. They were line drive passes that went six yards yards when if we're gonna sit here and talk about the win why are you throwing the ball 46 times you know i I know that he well 46 plays because he scrambled six times but you know why are you calling 46 pass plays to like 20 run plays if the wind is this much of a factor and why are you having your tight end throw it yeah and throw it 50 yards like the gadget plays i'm not as against the gadget plays the tyreek hill play actually was a good play it was wide open he'll just sucked at throwing it if he throws it good it the play was wide open the guy's standing in the end zone and it's a game we were going to win so big whoop. what were you going to lose the giants game okay it's the giants if you want to do gimmicky fine that play on the five yard line cool we all love dontari post throwing all that junk but a 50 yard bomb in the wind I feel like that's a play that that's you stupid. save for when nothing like you have to win and you're, you know, like in the playoffs, something that no one's going to expect yet. We're using it against the giants. Yeah. When the, the Steelers giants. did, uh, uh, what's his name through the touchdown pass against the Seahawks in the Super Bowl. Antoine Randall threw it to Heinz Ward in the Super Bowl. Yep. 45 yard reverse. Perfect timing in the Super Bowl. Nobody's expecting it. Awesome. The Giants weren't even fooled because it was a horrible play because Kelsey caught the ball and immediately put it in his hands like he was going to throw it the second he did it. And then he ran around for five seconds because, and this got brought up on Sports Talk Radio in Kansas City today, 
where the smart play for that, and you hope you tell your guys, listen, if it's there, throw it. If it's not there, run or just throw it out of bounds. Nobody's going to do that. <laughs> You're giving Travis Kelsey the chance to throw a touchdown pass, and you think he's not going to freaking throw it? That's stupid. Of course he's going to throw it. They're always going to throw it because they don't ever get to. That's their one chance to do it. If Demetrius Harris had been covered by eight people for that pass last year, he still would have thrown it. <laughs> so you called that play knowing no matter what happens, he's going to throw it. Well, when we talked about how, you know, Demarcus Robinson is not getting any any targets, if you take away the one, the, the pass interference that, you know, could have been Alex Smith's third interception if it wasn't for the P.I. call, uh, if you take away that play, Travis Kelsey targeted Demarcus Robinson as many times as Alex Smith did. Your second receiver as many times as your t- one tight end throw. And it, and he's getting open. It's not that he's not getting open. Mm-hmm. Just they're not looking at him. And then the most frustrating play of the entire game was in overtime, third and ten. Ugh. Alex Smith rolls out for no reason. He was not. He he got away from the pressure. And he was fine. He had five yards without anybody near him. And he checks it down to the running back at the, which looked like his first read, to be honest, and gets two yards. That was right after the Kareem Hunt play that got called back for holding on LDT that he broke like six tackles on, too. Like, I know you just got a penalty there. And you're a little further back. But every single time, the run game started picking up momentum. We switched to passing. Two of the two drives went to interceptions right after the run game started getting going. In overtime, he, you know, Cream Hunt just breaks off this amazing run, which should have been probably a yard, maybe, turns it into a first down, which obviously got called back. But then you go with a, it was, I think it was a screenplay and then the dump off. Yeah, yep, yeah, it was. It was another hill screenplay. They got like two or three yeah. yards. And they did the dump ball. They've been doing that all season, though. Other than the Chargers game, they've been doing it all season. I've, I I watch. They, if Kareem Hunt has a good run, breaks a couple tackles, even if it's just an eight yard run, but he broke two or three tackles. The very next play, he's on the bench. The very next play is going to Charkandrick West, and the, and it's over and over and over and over and over. Even on those third down plays, Charkandrick West, is he our third down back? Is he officially our third down back? Because if he is, Kareem Hunt's not as good as we think he is. Because West got more more chances at third down than than Kareem Hunt did in that game. Um, I am glad that Hunt got eight what eighteen carries, um, which is a you know twice as many as he had against Dallas, correct? Uh-huh. But but I mean. It's Hunt looked good yesterday. He looked good. He had a couple couple decent runs that were called back due to penalties. And uh, but uh, yeah, it it's there's it. Welcome to 2016 all over again. Mm-hmm. Um, mixed in with a little 2012, I suppose. It, it's it's insane. I don't get it. If you have to get ten yards on on third down. You have to, you have to throw it ten yards. <laughs> you can't throw well, it two yards. 
it's, and the thing is, it's in overtime, which is only 10 minutes now, which actually I'd forgotten until the Chiefs game. We kicked the ball to them with only five minutes left. Hell, it takes us four minutes to score. Right. Yep. The odds of you getting the ball back and actually doing anything were slim. You well, got to take and, your chance. And, you know, we all know that Andy Reid wants to pass the ball. And my problem with it is you have – you go into halftime. Okay, so at halftime, you're – Passing plays are averaging 4.8 yards or attempt, 5.2 for rushing. So you passed it 20 times, ran it 10, regardless of those results. And then the second half came in and did the exact same thing. Didn't change anything. Smith averaged 5.75 yards per attempt. That That's how east and west this offense was. And, you know, you, you have – you know, whatever you want to say about the wind, you have a quarterback that is playing like crap, you know, playing scared out of his mind, you know, hearing footsteps that aren't there. And you have a running back who is, he's still leading the league, is, is he not? Uh, he's second. Second? Right okay, so that. even it, so second in yards in the league at this point because it's been such an awful few weeks but the run game in cream hunt is the only thing that consistently works you have to keep feeding him the ball for that big one to break and if the offense is not able to pass the ball alex smith is not getting it done it's it was never a game that was out of reach why are we not running why are we not giving it to this back that has broken records the first five weeks of the season i just can't, you know we we talked about in the first episode why is kareem hunt not getting the ball more and with each week alex smith getting worse it becomes more and more frustrating i don't understand it and i want i want to know what you guys uh you know think i know uh we definitely got to talk about alex smith but uh, you know what who do you put the blame on the most here? I think it's got to be all on Andy Reid. I mean, you didn't have the team ready. The game plan was horrible. The players were soft. Nobody looked mad the entire... Actually, Travis Kelsey was the only one that looked pissed off the entire game. Everybody else was just like, eh, whatever. And then the offense was, I mean, putrid horrible pathetic god awful the browns are laughing at you i mean whatever you want to say to make it as worse as possible it's all and it's all on andy you know you're calling 40 yard gadget plays you're having alex smith in the wind throw it 46 times you're only giving cream hunt 18 carries it's on you it's all on andy there's i can't Yes, everybody else, there's blame to go around, but it's 90% Andy on this one. Oh, I agree. Andy Reid, 100%. Um, It's, uh, I don't think the team has been ready to play for for six weeks. And uh, and I haven't, and and in my opinion, we're getting worse 
<laughs> every every year or every season, every week, I'll get it right here in a minute. Every week, the Chiefs are less ready to play football. Um, it's to me, it's it's obvious. It's uh, you know, okay, we lost to the Dallas Cowboys. All right, we lost to the Oakland Raiders. It happens, and we lost to the Pittsburgh Steelers. It always happens. This one burns. Um, this is this ranks right up there to me with uh, the kicker whose name we will not say. It's embarrassing. So, at this point. At six and four, do you believe that the Chiefs can turn this around and still be a Super Bowl contender? No. <laughs> oh, sorry, that was an honest question. No. <laughs> so no, no, no chance. So now, now I before Britt blows up in my face about this, you know, we talked about the Alex Smith versus Patrick Mahomes thing in the first episode. And I cannot believe I'm going to admit that Britt was right for a second, but here it comes. Come on, come to the other side, come to the dark side. So before the season started, as I said in in the first episode, I wanted Patrick Mahomes to start right away because I did not believe that Alex Smith would take you to a Super Bowl. The first five weeks happened. I still had my doubts. I still wanted to wait for the playoffs, but it gave you hope. The play calling was better. Alex Smith was way better than anything of what I could have expected before the season. You know, Kareem Hunt blew everybody's minds. And, you know, I, I wanted to believe that going into the bye week, they were going to get things put back together, get it figured out, and get back to what works. And I, I know that we've we talked about last episode how it doesn't matter if they went out, it doesn't show you anything because of the teams. But my problem is, and it, you know, even if we would have won, if we didn't win with absolute domination, it shows that you're not really a competitor. You're not really the Super Bowl competitor. If you can't blow out weak teams, broken teams, like the Giants, you are not a serious competitor. You know, you look at what the Eagles are doing. They're dominating weak teams. Winning against good teams. And I wanted to believe that Alex Smith and Andy Reid could get it back together. You know, we, we saw a glimmer of hope. At this point, I, I can't see any reason not to start Mahomes. And when, when you have this, you know, group of games coming up, four out of six are at home. They're all pretty poor teams. I mean, really, I can't even think of what's probably the best game on there. Maybe the Bills, maybe the Chargers at this point that are starting to get something going. But put Mahomes in. Let him get some reps. If you if you don't go to the playoffs, fine. At least you get a lot of, not all, but a lot of those rookie mistakes out of the way. Get him some playing time. Get him, you know, some snaps to learn 
in game because I don't believe I, I am further behind what I believed before the season started. Be, just because I have seen them go back so many times. You know, we, we see these where they get into a slump every year under Andy Reid after an embarrassing loss. And at this point, I don't see them getting a first-round bye. I don't see the Patriots or the Steelers losing even two more games, especially the Steelers who have a really easy and mostly at-home schedule. I don't I don't see them winning against either of those teams. I don't see them going to the Super Bowl, so I don't see the point anymore. I, do, I don't – if – if Alex Smith, you know, we, we know that Andy Reid has his issues. We know that he goes back into his ways after a few games. If if Alex Smith can't take those plays and make something, go through the reads. Not just your first read, but go through multiple reads. And this cover two defense is making it to where he can't read anything pre-snap. He, he looks like he had no idea what was coming every single play. And that's supposed to be the big Alex Smith thing, is that he's great at reading uh, before the snap. But he can't do anything after it. And that's something that Patrick Mahomes is actually really good at. He still needs to learn to learn pre-snaps, pre-snap reads. But he is excellent at going through his reads, Getting out of the pocket if he needs to. He has great pocket presence. He's got a way better arm. He's willing to risk it. He he makes plays. And that's something that is really struggling with this offense. And you saw it in the first five games. And that's why Kareem Hunt was so successful. It was because any time the defenses were stacking the box, the offense made them pay. They took it deep. They're not making anybody pay. I don't see Alex Smith taking you to a Super Bowl, and anything less is a waste of time. Woo! Mm. Hey, Britt. I'm gonna. I know that you have been waiting for this for some time, so I'm gonna be short and sweet here. Okay. This is absolutely the perfect opportunity to put Patrick Mahomes in. You know, you have to put, forget about Alex Smith. Forget about his name. Forget about what he's done. Forget about where he brought us from. Think about right now. Think about four weeks from now and next season. We know who our quarterback's going to be next season. And I think that's being etched into stone deeper and deeper by the week. We're sitting at six and four right now. You're not asking Patrick Mahomes to turn around a bad season. You're not asking him to finish a scrubbed season. You're putting Patrick Mahomes into a position to where the person he is replacing is struggling. Patrick Mahomes doesn't have to go out there and be perfect. He has to go out there and he has to lead the team down the field. He's going to make some plays and he's going to make some mistakes. We all know this. 
those we can afford if he can overcome them. Alex Smith has a very hard time and he's having a very hard time overcoming these issues. To me, this is a perfect time. It gives you a chance to get rid of the get rid of the the rookie jitters because if he doesn't play a single down this year, next year is going to be his rookie season. Let's be honest. If if you can get rid of those jitters now, six and four. Uh, the only good, good thing about that you can take out of any of this is the fact that Denver and Oakland keep losing just like we do. Um, of course, the Chargers are, are tied for second place now, which is crazy to think. But Patrick Mahomes not only has a chance to go out there and win four games. Four games will get us in the playoffs. Don't you guys agree? I, I, I think easy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes needs to go out there and win four games. His expectations in the playoffs aren't going to be high. We're not going to say get us to the conference championship game. We're not going to say get us to the Super Bowl or bust. If he can get us to the playoffs, not only is he getting that experience to bring over to next year, he's also has now will have playoff experience in his first year which no other rookie quarterback's going to have. I I don't think, correct me if I'm wrong there, uh, not this season. Um, it's the perfect time. It's the only time. Man, I, I have a warm and fuzzy spot for Alex Smith. I, I honestly do, but he's got to get – I mean, it, it's just time. It's just time. Alex Smith's job was safe. The fans were quiet as long as Alex Smith went out and did what he did. We can have, we can handle a loss here and there. We cannot handle what we're seeing and what we have been seeing. Britt, it's all yours, man. <laughs> There's actually only two possible reasons to keep Alex Smith starting this year, and absolutely neither of them have anything to do with this season. It's either keep playing him and hope he plays better so his trade value is better in the offseason. Whereas if you bench him now, his trade value is going to be less than if he finishes out the season. Now that's arguing what his trade value is, which I don't think is much. Some people seem to think he's Andrew Luck and is going to get two first-round picks or something stupid. He's going to get a conditional third-round pick. He's a 33-year-old quarterback who, after 13 years in the league, everybody knows what he is. If you're a really good team, he'll keep you really good. If you're a bad team, you're going to stay bad. The other reason <laughs> is Clark Hunt's wallet. Because if you start Patrick Mahomes right now, and heaven forbid he sucks, which is possible. As of right now, he could be anything from Aaron Rodgers to Matt Barkley. We have no idea. If he goes out there and throws five picks like the Bills guy did and looks horrible and we lose four games, three games or something. What does anybody have to look forward to next year? What? Who's going to buy tickets? When you have nothing next year, you would have absolutely nothing. So you keep him on the bench 
you keep him being the hope and pray for the future guy. So next year, after we lose in the first round of the playoffs this year, you can say, yeah, but next year Mahomes is here. So we'll get a new defensive coordinator. Mahomes will be back and everything will be great. Everybody will be, yeah, you're right. Yay, we won't lose in the first round again like we do every freaking year. And people will be stupid. And give Clark Hunt a lot of money again, and he'll probably raise parking five more dollars and all that fun stuff. Those are the only two possible reasons. People say you'll lose the team. Travis Kelsey doesn't sound like somebody that is going to get lost if you replace the quarterback. Does everybody forget how excited these guys looked in the preseason when Mahomes played? Oh, yeah. They were standing on the sideline like Michael Jordan was playing in a game. They were reacting to Mahomes' plays like LeBron James had just made a 360 dunk over three people. They like him. They see him in practice. All I hear all the time is how good he looks in practice and how players can't believe how good he is for as young as he is. I'm sorry. He's not going to be worse than Alex Smith. He's just not. We would have beat the Giants yesterday with Patrick Mahomes. Guaranteed. No doubt. Guaranteed. Because he wouldn't have thrown two 15-yard passes six yards in the dirt. <laughs> he you wouldn't know. scramble with nobody in his face, nobody for seven yards, and kept running to the sideline and threw it out of bounds because nobody was open when literally there was nobody within eight yards of him. He would have stopped let somebody run downfield and maybe get open for another two or three seconds and then thrown away the ball if somebody came at him and there was nobody open. Not ducked and run like a two-year-old girl. No, I, 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 I agree completely. I, you know, I tried to defend Smith as long as I could. I, you know, like I said, you know, coming into the season, if you know, if you go over to listen to my other podcast like the first it just started this season and the first episodes were talking about why we should start Mahomes this year and you know I I was talking about you know how I went to camp multiple times I think three times in one week you know we saw in the preseason I'm like okay but what's going to happen when regular season real games that actually have consequences come around and Alex Smith kept it up and, you know, like I said, I thought I thought we were going to go into the bye. We were going to fix everything. I wrote an article about Al- defending Alex Smith. And I still think a lot of it is more on Andy Reid a little bit. But at the same time, I, I just can't bring myself to believe in Alex Smith anymore. I, I You've seen what we've done. You've seen what we've done against two weeks to prepare for probably the most broken team in the NFL. And I, I just can't defend it anymore. I, I, I can't. I tried. I, I've defended him quite a bit. And, I mean, the, the Buffalo Bills are being smarter than the Chiefs. Because as much as everybody, and I love how people don't, think farther than five minutes in front of them. People bash the Bills for for playing the rookie last week and for benching Tyrod Taylor. I actually Holy disagreed with that. Nick, Nick Wright was even calling it racist. I mean, how nah, stupid. I don't believe that. But it was, in, it was the smartest thing. 
See, but the, their their situation not, is not. so different, though. But when was the not. last time the Bills went to the playoffs? Oh, what, 18 years, I think? Exactly. So if they even just make the playoffs, which they were the sixth seed. I don't know what they are now. They were the sixth seed, and you're benching Tyra Taylor the second you give him a weapon, after you took his main weapon away from him to start the season. Yes. I get I get that he had a bad couple games. And from what I saw, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago, Benjamin's first game, it seemed like he was trying to force it to Benjamin, trying to play with that new toy way too much. But I... And, and I get it. I get it. That all makes perfect sense. And you have a defense. Makes perfect sense. You but, have an okay offense. Get but, to the playoffs. Did, did, that That's a successful season for them. But did you hear their coach after the game? No, I didn't. This, I didn't talk about why they made the move paraphrase because i can't remember the exact quote he basically said yes we haven't been to the playoffs in a long time and it would be nice but i'm not in it to just make the playoffs and make and be nice i'm in it to build this into a championship team and win a super bowl that we've deserved since we lost four in a row thank you you play to win a super bowl <laughs> you don't play to make the playoffs. Yay! Everybody gets participation ribbons. No, nope. they benched a guy who's not going to be on the team next year. And strike me if this sounds familiar. He's not going to be on the team next year. He's not that good. He's good. He's better than a lot of other guys, but he's not that good. He's Alex Smith Jr. And he's actually worse than Alex Smith. Not mm-hmm. by a lot, but a little bit. They have a rookie quarterback who they don't know what they got. They probably think he's pretty good. Now, probably not as much as we think Mahomes is good, but he's a rookie who they don't know. He's in the same boat Mahomes is. He could be Aaron Rodgers. could be Matt Barkley. Nobody knows until they play. So they said, you know what? The last six weeks, if we make the playoffs, we're going to get our butt kicked in the first round. So is that really that important? It wouldn't even be a, a home game. It would be on the road. So their fans don't even get to experience it. <laughs> so rather than just play out the string and then go into next year where maybe they're like, hey, man, we got this rookie. I don't know. What do we do with him? You find out. Is he good or does he suck? Is there something there or is there not? If there's something there, then quarterback's not a big need next year. If he sucks, we're losing Taylor. Quarterback's a huge need. Chiefs, exact same boat. You're not going anywhere. We all agree on that. So you, you can either play Mahomes for five weeks now, since you screwed up and didn't play him this week, like I told you to. You got five weeks to find out what you got. Does he suck? Does he look good? Does he look promising? Is he eh? And then in the offseason, you can know. Okay, he looks kind of eh. Maybe we need to bring in a decent veteran you can know what he needs to work on. Does he look great? Okay, well, then you know what? When it, Grab when the guy it, in the fifth round and let it roll. Well, and if you he take does care do of, well, if, if he does do well, you can... It's basically like a warm-up for the playoffs with these teams. Yeah. Yeah, and like you said, he's going to make the playoffs. I'm sorry. Unless he's freaking uh, Brody Croyle, they're going to make the playoffs <laughs> no matter what. So... At, at the absolute worst, at the absolute worst, 
he doesn't look that good. He gets beat around, makes a couple dumb penal- makes a couple dumb mistakes, goes in the playoffs, gets his butt kicked in the playoffs. Guess what? He learns what the playoffs are all about. He learns how to take a butt kicking. And he you has find a whole offseason to figure out what he can and can't do. Better? Yeah, you find out. If he has a crappy game next week against the Bills, okay, like the Bills quarterback this week, I would start him with the Chiefs, not even think twice, because I want to know how he responds. Okay, he threw five picks. He looked god-awful. Ryan Leaf-esque. Does he play better next week? Does he come out? Has he has he been in the books Monday, first thing? Like, man, I, I was horrible. I got to get him better. Or is he Ryan Leaf and he doesn't care and he just gets pissy and whiny? Okay, well, then um, now I know what I got. He definitely wants to play the Chiefs, you know? <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't so, you if you were a backup so what, quarterback trying to so, get a job? So what does it hurt? Just play the guy. Worst case scenario, you're going to end up in the exact same place you end up right now. Watch Travis Kelsey in the game. Trust me. He's not happy Alex Smith is starting. A lot of the guys aren't because they know he's not going to make the play. They need a spark. Again, I just saw a tweet earlier where they showed on the play where he scrambled around and got sacked, even though nobody was near him. (laughs) I I know what you're talking about. DeAnthony Thomas was eight yards past his guy for a wide-open touchdown. You think Patrick Mahomes would have been running around looking at his feet and not throwing a deep ball? No, he's going to be looking deep first. Or do you think he's looking deep first and he has a pocket presence, at least in preseason and in college, where he's not scared? Yes, he'll scramble out of the pocket. And then he stops and throws a pass. Alex Smith is scared of getting hit, and it's football. Guess what? I was scared of getting hit, so I didn't play football very long. <laughs> Because that's kind of a part of the game, unless you're a kicker. And we have a kicker, so I don't need Alex to do that. So, yes, Patrick Mahomes should start this week. And there's nobody can give me a good reason other than Clark Hunt's wallet and Alex Smith's trade value, which isn't that great anyway. Now, you made some good points, Britt. I want to hit on this real quick. Uh, Alex Smith's trade value, I don't don't think – I don't think the difference would be around even if we did make the Super Bowl. Um, But Clark Hunt's wallet. Now, if you flip that over, okay, and Patrick Mahomes comes in and he plays great, lights out Mahomes preseason style football. We win. We win out. Go to the playoffs. Say we lose the first game. I'm going to say we lose the first game because it's probably – is the way it would play out anyway. Think about the revenue in the offseason. Think about what you're doing. You're fixing every every unknown. And instead of playing safe with your wallet, you're quadrupling your revenue. Patrick Mahomes is a is a national revenue grabber. That's a ridiculous term, but I'm going to use it anyway. Kareem Hunt Kareem Hunt is a national revenue grabber. Tyreek Hill is a national revenue grabber. They're right there. Those three together with some type of team and a way better scheme than what we see now. I mean, these guys can be lights out. These guys can be early 2000s St. Louis Rams. These guys can, these, 
guys are going to put on a show if he works out. And I think even though we're not sure what type of quarterback he's going to be, I think we're all kind of leaning towards the positive. I think most people, he hasn't done anything to make me think negative that he isn't going to work out everything that we've seen of him, every, all his actions, all his off the field stuff, everything seems tip top. Perfect. It, it matters. You talk about if he sucks, you may not get season tickets or sell as many season tickets, but if he's good, it's going to be hard to get season tickets to the Kansas city chiefs next year. Oh yeah. So, so let me ask you, Chris, is the risk of him sucking and losing money worth more than what he could get you if he's good? Is the risk worth the possible reward? And should it be worth the possible reward? Oh, yeah, I think so. I mean, I I think so. I don't think that's anything a good PR guy couldn't fix, (laughs) to be honest with you. I mean, with the Kansas City Chiefs, absolutely. Take the risk. Do it. I I mean, it's – are people going to hold this against Clark Hunt if he benches Alex Smith for Patrick Mahomes and Patrick Mahomes doesn't quite work out? Maybe for a little bit, but we all already know – what's coming with Alex Smith. Yeah. We, we already know. His, thanks for your time. Thanks for stopping by. I hope you have a nice retirement in a couple of years, and we'll see you around. Maybe yeah. you'll come back uh, 10 years down the road, and you'll be calling Chiefs preseason games. <laughs> see, I don't, I don't – I think that – I think Mahomes would have to have just a ridiculously bad um, – play for people to not still be excited and want to come to games want to buy his merchandise you have people that have already bought his jersey going to the game you you know like everyone knows everyone that actually understands football even a little bit knows that a rookie quarterback is going to struggle his first season he's going to make stupid mistakes get them over with they know that Give him an offseason. There's still that glimmer of what he can be. And I, I, like I said, I think that it would have to be absolutely atrocious play. Nothing like what we saw in the preseason for people to not want to come to the games next year. I think that you're really not taking much of a risk at all, in my opinion. If anything, you're, you know, tucking your wallet this year and next year because I don't care if Mahomes plays like garbage if he just makes so many rookie mistakes I'm still going to be going to the games next year I'm still going to be excited about Patrick Mahomes so I don't I don't really see it as a big risk um I see it as get some of that out of the way let him have you know five or six games of tape to watch on himself and to get better in the off season and watch the mistakes that he made, be able to fix them for next season. Cause that first real off season, not when you're drafted, but that first real off season after your rookie year, that's, that's the big time. That's, that's when you make a lot of, um, you fix a lot of mistakes. You figure out what worked, what didn't, 
you have a whole off season to study that. Yeah. And, and I mean, I swear I'll shut up after this about it. <clears throat> but one more like negative thing for this year, it, the cat's out of the bag. It's over. Wait for Sunday, and holy crap! If the Chiefs go three and out on the first drive, <laughs> and Alex Smith has a check down on third and ten, checks it down for five yards. You will hear nothing but booze, and you will hear we want Pat chance. I've already seen the hashtag on Twitter. Oh yeah, it, it's getting out there. Alex Smith is now done. Any bad play he has, boot off the field every time and you will have the fans in arrowhead chanting we want pat everybody hears it after the game andy what about patrick mahomes smith had kind of a bad game any chance you're bringing him in Andy has to answer that question every time everybody on the team hey are you guys still cool with alex i mean you know mahomes i hear he's looking good in practice what do you guys think of mahomes in practice now they're having to answer questions about it it's it's done it's over you should have already done it and you would have gotten past all this crap but you waited, and you held out because it wasn't worth the risk. Because if it's one thing the Chiefs don't do, it's take risk. They did no. it once, and it blew up in their face. And heaven, it's kind of like it's hell with quarterbacks. They did it one time in 1983. It bombed. What happened for 30 years? They didn't try it again. It took them 30 freaking years. Actually, 35 years to try it again. They took a risk on a crappy, on a high and mighty head coach and a high and mighty GM. All the stuff we're saying about Patrick Mahomes was said about Todd Haley and Scott Pioli. It bombed. And we are where we are. And you want to, uh, you know, you need to make sure, we need to make sure that uh, we understand that these Chiefs fans are going to be very forgiving with Patrick Mahomes, guys. I mean, oh. if Patrick Mahomes goes out there and throws two interceptions on his first two throws, but his third throw is a 75-yard bomb, uh, nobody cares that he just threw those two interceptions. No. Not this season. Not right now. Um, it, it's – he's – for me, it's it's uh, it's do it now and avoid the rush later type of deal. I mean, if the Kansas City loses the next two games and Alex Smith is still the quarterback, I mean, don't you guys really feel like Mahomes is going to have to be forced in there? Something's going to have to happen. You, can't, you cannot keep losing games and not put Mahomes in. Banner companies will start getting uh, lots of phone calls. See, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I think that that for, that forgiveness that you're talking about, um, the the way I look at it is, I know that they're you know with the type of play style that Patrick Mahomes plays, the willing to take more risks, willing to attempt to make big plays. A lot more often than Alex Smith, the Alex Smith that we know, I am willing to swallow a few more interceptions every year, even down the road. I'm willing to swallow some, you know, interceptions, a few bad plays or drives or stupid mistakes. 
for a lot more great plays. I, I am willing. I am fully willing and ready for a, for more risky football. I'm tired of the conservative. It's not going to get you anywhere. It's going to get you 11 and five, and first round out. It, it's it's not working. I'm I am willing to. I am I'm tired of sitting on my couch, predicting what play is coming next. Not really, you know, sitting here. Uh, jumping out of my seat and screaming. It, you're just sitting there like, yep, good catch. I'm willing for the more risk factor. I'm okay with more consequences. Yeah. I know that there's going to be more consequences. And the other thing, I know I said one more thing and I was done, but you, you, you guys made me think of this. When it came to his forgiveness... The other thing that's going to give him forgiveness is he's the first Chiefs player I can remember in years. That's a Kansas City guy. He's like Eric Hosmer and Moustakas and Perez of the Royals. I mean, how many times since he got drafted? He's on social media all the time at Kansas games, at Sporting Kansas City games, at Royals games. Kansas gets beat in basketball. He's tweeting, man, that sucks for the city. He's our guy. He's hanging out with us. He was at the uh, he's at the basketball game tonight at Sprint Center with Kelsey and somebody else. Where's Alex Smith? Nowhere. Nowhere. He's nowhere. He's not our guy. Travis Kelsey. I've seen so many memes of Trell Owens with Travis Kelsey of that's my quarterback. Because he's doing <laughs> stuff for Kansas City. <laughs> you look at him. I mean, it's like when. The reason everybody loved the Royals the last three years, besides the fact they won, is they were our guys. They were at the PNL buying drinks. We win games. They're up in the stands, toasting everybody with beer. Well, this is the first everybody time. does that. And it's the first time we've drafted a quarterback in the first round in my lifetime. I am 27 years old. This is the first time this has happened. I'm so tired of getting everybody's washed up backup quarterbacks. I'm finally ready to see, you know, like I'll, I'll explain this. Uh, when I was working third shift, I was working overnights at general motors and I woke up early to watch the draft. I had done, you know, I'd watched film on every quarterback pretty much got to the point of, we're probably not going to draft a quarterback, but if we do, it'll be Watson. And I had come to the, I guess, being okay with it. Uh, he was, you know, Mahomes was definitely my higher up. And so, you know, I, I've, I've already called in late to work. And, you know, since we had the 27th pick. And then they trade up. And I, I kind of sat up in my seat. I was like, okay, okay. You know, I, I looked at my wife, and, I was, and she was on the phone with her dad. I was like, you know, it's it's probably going to be Watson. The second they said Patrick Mahomes, I jumped out of my seat. I was so excited. I have not been excited about a player coming to Kansas City like I was there. For the first time, we're going out and getting our guy. We're not taking San Francisco's guy. We're not taking the Browns guy. We're not taking New England's guy. We're getting our guy, developing him, 
hoping that he'll be here for 10 plus years. I'm ready to start that chapter. That was beautiful, Travis. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, 27 <laughs> years of my life, uh -huh. this has never happened. I'm ready. I would say 80% of Chiefs Kingdom is ready as well. I mean, it's just time, and it's not—it's not—it's not about Alex, you know. I mean, it, it's just—it's time. It's uh, this is the perfect timing to to start the the next era. I mean, we've been had, the Chiefs have been had this year. They've been found out. There's no, you know, we're going to get some more wins. There's no doubt about it. But but we've been had. Um, we've got a better chance of winning the Super Bowl this year with Patrick Mahomes than we do with Alex Smith. And both are very, very slim. But that's that's how I feel right now. Hard to argue it. Yeah, like, like I said, I mean, if Alex Smith's not going to get you a Super Bowl, it's pointless. And it's not the same uh, expectations for Pat Mahomes. You know, I, I said in the preseason – if they start Pat Mahomes, I don't expect you, especially with this schedule, to even make the playoffs. I hope for it, but that's not like my expectation. Um, but you know, it and it is not that we're trying to hate Alex Smith. If Alex Smith was still playing like he did in Week One, those first five games, even if he was still playing at that level. I would still be defending him. I would still be saying, no, Alex Smith needs to stay in. We have a shot. They're they're out of it, in my opinion. This, this team cannot even beat the Giants. Yes, you can call it just a bad game. Okay, what about Dallas? What about the Steelers? The Steelers you're probably going to have to face again. In Pittsburgh. So if you have no no chance, which in my opinion we don't, I don't see the point of keeping Alex Smith in, especially the way he's playing. It's not that, you know, Alex Smith is playing good, but, you know, it, it, you don't, you know what I'm saying. Alex Smith is not going to get you there. I don't expect Mahomes to, but this is a great stretch of games for to be his first stretch of games. I I can't see us getting a first six weeks of NFL football next year being a better slate of games for Patrick Mahomes to start his career against. Oh, I agree. I agree with that, hundred percent. Yeah, sure, I, and I think everybody else would. If you were to poll people, I know there was a poll put on, but if you were to poll just people, you know, do you think the Chiefs can win Super Bowl with Alex Smith <clears throat> this season, as of now? If they say yes, they are Alex Smith sympathizers and nothing more. And they believe if, we didn't land on the moon. Uh huh. <laughs> if you. <laughs> Oh, boy. Don't get me started there now. If, if you were to ask them, do you believe that we can win a Super Bowl with Patrick Mahomes? The people who would answer yes 
are probably the folks that have been Mahomes guys since day one. Those are more guys that just hate Alex Smith. Uh, mostly. I, I will agree with that. It's. I think everybody's ready for this change. I think everybody's ready for this change. I don't think we're going to see it. Um, I mean, I think we're talking fiction here. You know, I mean, it's just... No, no chance they do it. Not this week. No, no not chance. this week. No. I don't even if think the, if the, chance next week. If the Bills beat the Chiefs? No chance. No? No. Travis? take two losses before they'd even think about it. I don't. I really don't know. I I think there is a chance. It depends on how we lose. If Alex Smith looks like he did this this last game, I think you're just absolutely idiotic not to. I think that the chance will get loud to where you can't ignore it. I can mean, you, if if, if Alex Smith is still playing this way on Christmas Eve against the Dolphins when I go, I, I don't even know if I want to go to that game. You know, I, I, I can't <laughs> I can't bring myself to spend my Christmas Eve watching this Alex Smith. And, you know, it, it's something I was very excited for. You know, last year my father-in-law and I went to the Christmas game against Denver. That was the best game I've ever been to. We're going again this year, this year on Christmas Eve. I'm not as excited. Now, if my homes is in, I'll be very excited. Can you imagine if Alex Smith gets hurt on against Buffalo? On the bright side, at least it wouldn't be Matt Castle. People won't be chanting and screaming and you don't think cheering, so? applauding him getting hurt. You don't uh, think so? I don't. I don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't. There's there's always a little mustard if I just throw something out there like that now. <laughs> I, I don't. Uh, I, 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 I don't, don't I'm not have... saying it'll be a, a general roar, but there will be a blast. There will be some. And I, I think that that is just ridiculous. But I don't see any blimps going over Arrowhead with banners about about Alex Smith like we did Matt Castle. I can't see that happening. I, I, of course, there's going to be a couple, but a whole stadium? No. I, I, I think talking in the first quarter when he hadn't done anything, or are we talking in the third quarter when he's thrown two picks and looks like he did this week? <laughs> yeah, man. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know that it will make a difference. I, I don't think that the reaction, the tone, okay, the tone is going to be different with Alex Smith. I agree. I agree that the tone will be different. But I also believe that if uh, Patrick Mahomes goes trotting out there, call Guinness. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That place is going to go nuts. And then try to get it. If you don't already have a Chiefs ticket, try to get a Chiefs ticket for the rest of the season. It'll be God, impossible. That Christmas Eve one. It'll be impossible. Well, if you don't want to go, I'll go ahead and take them. <laughs> well, like I said, if... If Pat Mahomes is in, I'll be very excited. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I guess I, I like Alex Smith. I really do, and I think oh, I, that, do too. I, I do think too. he. 
I think he's an above average quarterback. Just he's not that guy to get you to a Super Bowl, especially this conservative of a play style. Um, you know, we, we've seen what he can be, but it, it is time. I, that, that's really all you can say is it's time. And I, I wish him luck wherever he goes. I hope that he has success wherever he goes. But I, I just can't keep doing this story over and over. You know, we're not Browns fans. But we are Chiefs fans. We do know the struggle. Not as bad. But we, we, we know the pain. And I'm, I'm ready to start a new chapter in hopes for something better. Oh, instead the pain's of waiting, much worse. Instead of rereading a book. The, the pain's much worse because we have hope. We have hope. There's no hope with Cleveland fans. You know, it's... I, I think uh, I think Chiefs fans deserve a change. I think they deserve this. It's man, you guys, you guys hit the nail on the head. I don't remember which one of you guys did it. I think you we all agreed with each other either way that this is just the same old same old. How often are we going to keep doing the same thing? How often are we going to keep putting the same quarterback out there and run the same plays and get the same results? And have the same similar type of season, similar type of record, similar type of playoff exit. And we sprinkle a little bit of salt on it every once in a while with a little bit of different personnel here or different personnel there. But it always tastes the same. And, uh, I, man, you know, it's hard. Hey, I could write an article about how it's time for Alex Smith to go. And then I could write an article about how... I'm so thankful that Alex Smith has been the quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs for the last five years. I can. Um, You know, he's done a lot. Listen, hey, uh, we have a plethora of quarterbacks between uh, Trent Green and himself that that aren't worth mentioning on this radio program. It's funny how you mentioned that we're tired of the same old, same old. Is Is that a segue? Sure. (laughs) <laughs> all right guys we're, we're gonna wrap it up we are over an hour so that is kind of a perfect segue um but we'll, we'll talk more um probably a little more defensive side uh for the second episode this week uh probably come out around friday i'm guessing for a red friday episode but um we'll also talk you know what to expect with buffalo which talked a little bit today but We'll get more into it. Uh, why don't you get, let everybody know where they can find you on social media, find your articles, all that stuff. Uh, they can find me at arrowheadaddict.com, uh, on Twitter at vzank17. Uh, hit me up anytime. i got a couple of good polls out there right now if you want to go vote on that are interesting and lead to a future article. You can find me at Casey Kingdom. You can find my old, old stuff, dinosaur stuff at Arrowhead Addict if you want, it, if you want to. None of that stuff's relevant anymore. Um, uh, I have a uh, – Travis, w- what is my Twitter handle? CTaylor1911. There. You can, you can hit me up there, and if I figure out how to hit the on button, I'll, I'll reply to you. Uh, every once in a while, I'll, I'll share some stuff on there. Man, this technology gets me. 
<laughs> well, you guys can follow me at, at Stefan NFL over on Twitter. You can find my articles at Arrowhead Addict. You can also find the new uh, Twitter page for this podcast at, at Blitz Package KC. Uh, you know, I, I just got that back up and going. It's the one for my old podcast that I just kind of switched over. Um, but trying to run polls each day, trying to ask what you guys want to hear on this show. Uh, if you guys have questions, thoughts, takeaways from any game, even if it's midweek, let us know. We will, we will answer those and reply to those if not here on Twitter. So, uh, thanks for listening guys. And we will talk to you probably Friday. Peace. Go Chiefs.